The San Francisco Dance Film Festival presents Dancing Through the Lens, a bi-monthly podcast featuring guests from our dance and filmmaking communities, both near and far. Dancing Through the Lens offers a platform for artists in the dance world to share their interests and insights and discuss how they use film to create work and connect with audiences. I'm Claire Schweitzer. And I'm Coral Martin. This week, we spoke with the co-artistic directors of Raw Dance, Wendy Rain, Ryan Smith, and Katie Wong. Previously based solely in San Francisco, Raw Dance expanded into a bi-coastal company in 2019, now producing work both in Hudson Valley, New York, as well as the San Francisco Bay Area. We talked about the ins and outs of remote collaboration, as well as the company's long-standing love of dance on film. Welcome. It's really, really nice to meet with everyone. So hi, Katie. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Wendy. I hope you're all doing well. Um, so yeah, welcome. It's really nice to be talking with you. So I mean, where to begin? You're in two different spots, but producing beautiful work. Um, and I'm really curious about that process. Um, as a company that's bi-coastal with three directors, how is it that you collaborate? What is that um, time difference like? How do, you, how do you deal with that? We could probably spend the whole podcast talking about that. And I also feel like it's <laughs> worth starting maybe by saying we're navigating it and we're still navigating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and navigating it during a pandemic is a whole different reality. Um, I guess one thing just to to be clear about is that as a general rule, you know, Wendy and I have a long history of working collaboratively and creating work um, as a collective unit. And then Katie has a long history of making her own work. So generally on the on the creative front, we kind of work as two distinct unities. I mean, we uh, distinct efforts. I don't know what the right word is. We do occasionally come together and collaborate. And then we also, of course, come together as a unit to uh, support each other's processes. There's a lot of behind the scenes help that goes on to support the other in all aspects uh, while either one of us is leading a project on either coast with dancers and other (laughs) It gets complicated. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's part of uh, our particular design, which I know that many other small arts organizations also functions in similar ways. But um, we are really functionally a staff of three full-time artists slash administrators slash producers, all of the above doing it all together, Um, plus a part-time program manager, Ayana D'Arcangelo, and a couple of um, seasonal employees. But really, it's the three of us and Ayana doing um, all of the production and management, as well as the art making. So that kind of uh, feeds into what Ryan and Wendy were saying earlier, that we're we're both trying to make... Um, work on both coasts and it is a really early stage of that because um, the first year of planning was all sort of a wash due to the pandemic and all of us sort of remaining back home but that was a really interesting moment I'm sure we'll get to that together to talk a little bit more because it really did in some interesting ways unify the two coasts in a way that I don't think we had imagined um, bridging at that point um, where we would really try to gather audiences and communities from both sides of the country and from from 
throughout the, the middle of the country and around the world in this vir virtual way and um, try to take that silver lining as an opportunity to already grow that collective community um, where I think in the beginning we were really thinking of it as two sort of satellite um, spaces that occasionally had some crossover and exchange. Um, so that's been a really interesting beginning for this story of, of our work together. I also just want to give a huge shout out to our dancers uh, who have just embraced all the craziness and weirdness, not just of the pandemic, but even before that, uh, one of the projects that we were working on before this all happened, it was supposed to premiere last year, uh, was called Consequences. And it was basically the first project that we had planned that the three of us would collaborate on as choreographers. Um, and we would tag team from different coasts. So basically, uh, Katie would work live with the dancers on a section, and then Ryan and I would work via video with the dancers on a section, and we just kept trading back and forth, none of us really knowing what the other one was doing. And we deputized one of our dancers to step in, actually two of them, one to help with the tech setup, one to help you know manage everything and navigate all the translation. Uh, and they just, they have taken all of that and beautifully run with it, even in all of its confusing <laughs> nature. Yeah. I mean, that that opens up questions that I have about, you know, the elephant in the room the past couple months um, and just how you had to shift and what that shift looked it looked like. You know, one of the challenges for all organizations is the disconnect that we all experienced with our communities, with our, our communities of fellow artists, with the communities of supporters, community of audience members, with each other, with our dancers. Um, and early on, that was something that we wanted to try to tackle is how we could find ways to come together, how we could continue to be creative ourselves and how we could continue to create creative outlets for our dancers and our other collaborators, but also how we could find a way to bring people together. That felt really essential to our organization, our function, and our mission, and just what drove all of us as artists and people. And I think that's where the, the challenge and the opportunity came in. Uh, and that for us, you know, like many other arts organizations, turned meant turning to uh, virtual events and turning to Dance for Camera as our way of finding an artistic outlet and being able to kind of share uh, share of ourselves independent of where we are and with other people independent of where they are. And just at least, I, you know, we all thankfully had uh, a background somewhat in dance film and dance film creation and editing. <laughs> and that <laughs> has just exploded over the last year and a half. But I, I feel like at least all of us um, brought a skill set that turned out to be incredibly useful over this period and um, has only, you know, exploded more. But it, it definitely gave us the opportunity and or necessity to really push those skills and see where they could take us and uh, just dive into dance film head first in a way that I feel like we'd we'd more dabbled in the past. This was more like, okay, we're going to make this our own and really explore how, you know, uh, how we can get rid of time as a factor and play with editing and animating bodies and all of the, the uh, trickier things that we had worked with uh, collaborators on in the past, taking that over ourselves. Yeah, and, and so far as the artistic process goes as well, I would say that it was a similar situation where we had sort of that framework and history with our collaborators of having a really um, generative space for rehearsals and for making together. We ask 
like very frequently in all of our processes for artists to bring themselves and um, their movement qualities and interests and phrase work into the into the creative space together. So it was really nice to have that foundation. And that only grew even more during the pandemic while we're rehearsing over Zoom and all learning that the time spent trying to learn unison phrase work or to give each other material or that kind of thing occasionally felt really satisfying but for the most part it was really useful to just allow people to have their own time and space to really work out some things together in you know in each of their own small and differently designed spaces that they were able to carve out in their homes and I think that was also a really special moment um, at least for me artistically and creatively to to hand over those reins and take on this sort of like director more like a director versus a strict, you know, what we think of as a choreographer to have a, a more hands-on in a, in a really like crafting type of way versus a um, material building way, which I think we've, we've wavered back and forth in a lot of our in-person processes, but I really, yeah, we really explored a lot of what that means um, while we were making these video projects from home together. Back in 2013, your film Since You Went was screened for SFDFF and um, in that process, I'm sure there are skills that you, you developed and just kind of, you know, a world that you were able to explore that was ended up being really fruitful for the work you have had to do in the past couple of months. That was the first time we really dipped our toes fully in the water of creating a dance film. And I will say, uh, Ben Estabrook shot the whole film. We did not, except for a few sections of stop motion photography that we did ourselves. Um, and then uh, Lindsay Gautier edited the entire project. And really, at that point, we we handed her the footage and gave her some ideas and she totally ran with it. So she was a huge collaborator in creating that project. And, and when Wendy says that, I would, I'd clarify that we, um, we had vision uh, <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, we went to Lindsay with the footage. We, you know, we knew there was something there. We, we hadn't necessarily taken the step from choreographers who could understand the worlds that we were creating, the movement, and even necessarily we could we could think through an arc. We didn't know, we didn't have the vocabulary, we didn't have the means to translate any of that to an editing process. Um, and storyboarding was something that we knew existed, but really didn't know we, how to do ourselves. Yeah. We, we did uh, not do it for that and, and I think Lindsay, Lindsay thought we were crazy when we just dumped all this footage and we're like, but it's there. There's just something, it's clear, it's tangible. Thankfully, she actually understood the vision when she went through all of the footage she she was like no I, I get it I actually there is a thing there is something cohesive there's clarity I just need to play with it but a lot of the shaping really came to her um, and then as we continued working with film we learned a lot through the collaboratory program with the SF Dance Film Festival um, and working with Shelley Lewis as our uh, director and she is a force to be reckoned with and an amazingly talented woman and taught us all three of us a lot because Katie was also brought into that process and kind of helped serve as an outside eye and I feel like I learned a lot more about storyboarding, about kind of creating a cohesion, cohesive vision, um, thanks to Shelley and that experience. And yeah, you know, having having a weekend to film that entire four minute piece, which really just had so many different elements in it, um, 
just taught us a, a huge amount of the, the difference between creating a dance film and how much you have to set up beforehand as opposed to our usual work as choreographers or directors and how much you kind of develop in process and comes together in a, in a just a different time-based way. So yeah, we learned we learned a great deal from Shelley and all the people she brought in and folks from the Dance Film Festival who set up the collaboratory program. I'm just, you know, I'm wondering since you are now um, stewards of all this information that you've gathered, having been um, mentored by all of the people you just mentioned, how, how did the process of um, kind of guiding your artists in the concept series, what did that process look like? Um, what were you able to share that helped them to, to make that transition? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that we offered from the get-go was just a, a platform um, to sharing community. I think that's a really interesting aspect of dance film. I mean, there's lovely moments to get together for film festivals, but um, other than that, the creation experience is a really different one where you're really sort of um, in a small bubble of of your creative team while you're filming and then magic happens behind the scene in post-production and then the work comes to life and that's a really different process than I think a lot of dancers and creators are used to in live performance where it all is sort of this like natural arc and you're building it up and you see and you know what's going on um, and then you just get to present it live in the moment to an audience. We were also able to have the artists film intros to their pieces for the first time, which we'd never been able to do live, mostly because when we do it live, it's three different shows. Sometimes the choreographers can't make one of them. It's just, it's more in and out. The sound is a little rough in the green room and we don't have a microphone. Anyway, <laughs> even just from a technical standpoint, um, having artists film their own intros and give context for their work was one of those really simple steps, but hugely revelatory. And the audience was all about it. And so we're, we're taking that learning for ourselves and trying to figure out how to fold it back in into the future. Uh, and then just one other thing that to build on what Katie was saying is that the, for the concept series, we really, you know, we, we offered the platform and some guidance about the structure, but the artists all made their own works 100% and uh, uh, brought their own voices to the table. But we were able to offer the chance uh, through what we called mini commissions to our dancers this past spring. And that was a little more of a guided process. So basically we, uh, we asked our dancers if any of them would be interested in making a couple of short pieces and we were able to share them through our spring benefit and Gia Jackson and Stacey Ewan were like, yes, I want to do this. And they both had just amazing ideas for projects uh, they filmed them themselves and they storyboarded them essentially themselves. Uh, and then uh, we helped at various points of with the editing process. You know, they, they had diff different processes going on, but we offered a lot more uh, guidance and experience and all the things that we'd learned the hard way <laughs> to help them along. Just to amplify a bit about what both Katie and Wendy are saying, I think that with the concept series going digital for uh, two rounds and also with these mini commissions, we were trying to maybe fill a space between social media, between sharing something on Instagram or on TikTok and sharing something in a festival format. You know, for the concept series, it's allowing artists to share uh, experiments and works in progress and to get some feedback through that process through a survey system that we had or through the chat and uh, feedback with the audience because 
that's something that we don't really feel like we see a lot of when it comes to dance for camera. You know, you you might share it in these small uh, bite-sized forms on social media platforms, or you might shoot for the festival circuit. But, you know, what do you do to, to test something out and just and, and try it and get that feedback and then hone your skill and develop your skill and try something new, trying to find platforms for that for artists that are not ourselves, trying to create that platform for other people, I think was really um, important to us as we looked at what we might do as the entire field turn to filming. That's interesting. Um, so that actually leads very, um, very directly into my next question for you. And that's about your film Battle um, that you did produce uh, through the collaboratory uh, program through the film festival. And um, just wanting to know the life of that film after, um, after working with the film festival. It was our second time experiencing that. So it was, it was kind of a lovely uh, way to revisit that experience and actually understand it more the second time around because since you went um we were also lucky uh it also went to dance on camera in new york and i was actually able to go and see it live with Lindsay, which was pretty fantastic um and it also ran the festival circuit in a way that we definitely did not expect because it was our first time out and we didn't think we knew what we were doing so i think when it happened with battle um we were a little more prepared it just in terms of how to market a film and where to put it out there and all of those uh, behind the scenes elements of how to how to get it out there, which I'm going to say we're still not experts at, but a little bit more about how to get it out there um, than we were the first time around. I'd also just I'd say that, you know, Battle was was an elevated film. Um, the, the cinematography was uh, was just amazing. It was done. It was done in a much more planned thoughtful way than since you went if I can be honest about our own <laughs> planning and our you know that was a bit more on the fly and uh we were running around the Jurassic artists yeah. uh, the, the running around with hauling bags of white mugs in you know, like up hills it was a little chaotic um and and I think that that's a lot of just seeing how um how well received it was for that kind of elevated experience was really just just wonderful um and I I don't know if I can even I, one of the biggest takeaways, I think, for me from that experience, and I really have to to credit Shelley, the director, for this, is uh, aim high, shoot high, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, I think that we tend to be very pragmatic in our nature. We're very pragmatic artists, and I think there's a lot of value in that um, as choreographers and dance makers and arts administrators and all of those. You, you need to be realistic. But Shelley shot for the stars and I think really uh, reminded us that you can accomplish more than you might think you can. And that was my biggest takeaway is just just go for it. And that's, I think, what we're trying to take into our projects now is like, okay, that's going to work. Let's try to see if we can, let's get those three more shots. Let's try this crazy thing. Let's pull in some more people and push ourselves a bit more. And I feel like that's an amazing takeaway to continue on with. And I think that's something in dance film too, you know, especially for a company our size, that that's easier to do in film than it is on a stage. On a stage, it just takes such a huge budget to make many things happen. Um, and it's not to say that that's not amazing and valuable and we don't do that when we can, but on film, the, the frame is all under your control. And so I feel like all three of us really have tried to push like visual elements and how much we can bring in and what we can do um, you with, can the, aim with the high, sonic environment. Yeah, you can high aim higher. Scrappy at the same exactly. time. It's totally <laughs> fine. It's amazing. Well, we actually, we're, we're coming close to time but I do want to just leave space for all of you to just share anything that's coming up that you're excited about or um, 
you know, thoughts for next year, any kind of insider <laughs> information that you'd like to share about um, the upcoming season? Uh, we'll be opening YBG Choreo Fest, which is a summer dance festival that Raw Dance has been producing for a few years with Yerba Buena Gardens Festival. Um, and this year it will be spanning three different Saturdays at 1 p.m., uh, July 10th, 31st, and August 14th. Um, yeah, which is great. And then Ryan and I, uh, are doing a another live outdoor. This is the summer of live outdoor works for all the all the reasons. Um, in Hudson, New York, on August eighteenth, we will be in a riverfront park, uh, doing something. <laughs> We're planning that now. Katie will be back in SF, um, likely in early September, doing a group work at Salesforce Park. We're just going to take over all the parks on both coasts. All the parks everywhere. Uh, and then we're not stopping with yes. Dancing Mamas. So we are uh, working with ODC Theatre in a co-presentation to film Shadow Part 1, which is a work that Wendy and I originally created for the stage for our March 2020 Raw Dance season that was postponed. And we are shifting to a dance film. We'll be filming that and sharing that in October alongside a rebroadcast of Katie's work, The Healer, that uh, she had the opportunity to share at ODC this past January. So we are continuing with both live performance, site-specific performance, alternative venue performance, and dance for camera. Yeah, and I know that's something that so many artists are and, and organizations are considering through this next year of, of transition is how do we take all of these new skills and experiences that we've learned over the last year and um, pull what what works best and what is feel like it's really serving the community and the artists and our creative processes and hold on to that as we also welcome back in um, the excitement and thrill of you know live ethereal dance performance so I do know that's something that we as raw dance have talked about and will continue to to think about what is this hybrid version how do we continue that cross coastal and global um, exchange through film and virtual events um, while also really um, returning back to our home and live performance. So it's an exciting time right now and I'm excited to see how we all navigate that and are able to share ideas together as a collective and a community. Katie, Ryan, Wendy, thank you so much. It really was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Coral. Thanks for having us. Yerba Buena Gardens Choreo Fest 2021 continues this summer. Curated by Raw Dance's co-artistic directors, who you just heard from, Choreo Fest highlights the spectacular strength, diversity, and vibrancy of the Bay Area contemporary dance scene. Performances continue on July 31st and August 14th. More details can be found in the show notes. Dancing Through the Lens is a production of San Francisco Dance Film Festival. It is produced and hosted by Claire Schweitzer and Coral Martin. Theme music for Dancing Through the Lens was composed by Daria Novo. You can find San Francisco Dance Film Festival online at sfdancefilmfest.org and on the social media pages linked in the show notes. Music